0: Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Hello there. Excuse me. Hopefully there's not too much of that. Uh, sorry. For the last couple weeks, I have been sick. Lady Navio and I have been uh, chugging down the NyQuil and sleeping a lot. So... Yeah, there wasn't. We missed a couple of weeks of podcasts there, and uh, tonight we're doing it on Tuesday because tomorrow I'm getting on a plane for Florida. I'm gonna go do some nerd shit. Uh, going to a code conference for my uh, my day job. I'm gonna go present some stuff to people, and so we wanted to get a podcast, and it's not going to be a long one. I just I couldn't go another week without getting one in, so I asked uh, James if he'd be down. We'll just talk about a couple things tonight, get one out for you guys. Uh, Before I bring him on, though, uh, the usual business stuff, we are recording this live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Jimmy Navio. So if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening on your phone, in your podcast app or whatever, and you want to come participate, all you got to do is come over to twitch.tv forward slash Jimmy Navio every—usually it's Wednesday night at 6 p.m., I say that, but lately I feel like it's been kind of all over the place. We're going to get back on track. So please, if you want to come participate, come follow the channel so you know when we go live and you can come hang out and chat. Uh, also, we have a YouTube channel. The link is down in the description. If you want to uh, give us a little subscription, that'd be cool. I appreciate it. Every Everything counts. Also, reminder, once we record it live on Twitch, it does go out on... Uh, apple podcasts it goes out on google play on spotify it's all over the place so if you just google hit the bucket podcast or you can go to hit the and you can find it it's out there we have spread our tentacles far and wide also um if you like what we're doing here i please i implore you i beg of you to uh to rate it and maybe like give it a review or whatever, you know, on those... I guess, you know, on those sites, you can rate them and review them and whatever. And that, that that would help out a lot, too. Just help us get noticed a little bit and maybe get some more people listening. And if you want to reach out to us for any reason, you can hit us up at hitthebucketpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you if you've got a guest idea, if you've got a complaint. If I said something that's completely fucking stupid and you want to call me out or you want to tell James how sexy he is and take him out to dinner... Uh, you can, uh, you can email us at hitthebucketpodcast at gmail.com, and we will reply, I promise. So, yeah, do it. Uh, so that's it. I think that's all the important business th- stuff. So let's bring on James and let's have a little chat. Yep. Hello, sir. Hello. Is it time? It's time. Am I, am I on the air? You are well hello there so yeah i hope i hope you're ready for all those sexy steamy emails from the uh no, your voice is uh i'm gonna i'm gonna build an audience around your voice, oh
1: I thought you were about to reference all that tax talk I was doing earlier. <laughs> no. All those sexy tax emails.
0: Tax no, season's I, coming up, guys. I told I told I told everyone if they want to uh, take you out to dinner, they can email hit the bucket podcast at gmail.com. So mm-hmm. be ready. You're gonna start getting some offers. Always a
1: fan of free food.
0: <laughs> you want yeah. it in my heart? Easiest way right there. Yeah. Straight through the stomach. So yeah, speaking of tax talk, you're are you still you're still deep in it?
1: Oh, yeah. I've been, for about like three weeks now, I've been going down to a little firm called CBOEO and basically helping people do their taxes. Free, of course. It's volunteer work that I'm forced to do as part of my major.
0: I love, I love the idea of being forced to volunteer. That's always... Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, I,
1: if you don't complete the 40 hours they require, to, require of you, you can't graduate. So you're pretty much forced my teacher brought the uh, she said had the example of a guy missed it by one hour and they couldn't let him graduate because there was it was a 40 hour minimum so he basically had to go and find like another firm in like another state to get that final hour and
0: so he had 39 was- hours of volunteer work and he couldn't get it done in time Mm mm-hmm That's People live their own lives. It's crazy. That's
1: madness. For me, it's real easy. I just do two hours, Wednesday, Thursday, and that's it. Ten weeks, I'm done. Yeah. I'm already on the fourth week, so it's like not even an issue. I'm proud of you for not procrastinating it, James. I'm not allowed to. (laughs) He just emailed me. He was like, all right, James, here's your hours. I expect you to come in, you know, 15 minutes early to get settled, and then two hours, you're here. I was like... All right. And it starts at nine. I don't wake up before 8 a.m. on any other day other than those two days. I hate it.
0: Yeah. How close are you now to graduating? Besides this volunteer work, like you got a couple classes left. You're getting pretty mm-hmm. close, right?
1: Yeah, I'm a junior now. So I, I'm in my second semester of junior year. So come May, I'll just have one year left. That's, that's got to be pretty exciting. Mhm time flies. It was like it feels like just yesterday I got to this school and I was like, man, four years, it's going to be a while. And now it's my third towards the end of my third
0: year and I'm like I got to get a job now.
1: <laughs> I got to
0: pay off this debt. What happened? Out of out of the frying pan and into the fire. Mhm. I it's funny like the you know the whole grass is always greener thing, you know. I remember when I was in college and I was like, man, I can't wait till I can just like Get a job as a programmer and just have a normal schedule and blah blah blah. Like, I, but now I look back, I'm like, man, I miss college. Like that—that's always the case, though. You know, that's like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, especially for me. I'm like, all right, I gotta set my own schedule. I have like, if I plan it correctly, I'll have this much free time. Here's the work I have to do, and then now it's gonna—I'm gonna lose that. I'm gonna have to do the normal nine to five, start paying off my debt. Which, it's like, I'd like to have a job. Cause right now my finances are kind of poor and it's like, I'd like to have some disposable income. So I'm actually looking forward to it, but the whole like job search and knowing I'm going to have to move into that nine to five schedule. I'm like, eh, I'm not looking forward to that. But the money, I I like getting paid for the services I provide. Money, money is nice.
0: Money is uh, definitely a big motivator. Mm -hmm. So I mean, but I, it's it's something that you're confident in and you're good at, so, I mean, do you, mm-hmm. do you enjoy it? Yeah, I didn't think I, I'd enjoy
1: the, the volunteer work like this much, but it's very much like these people come in, we only provide the service to people that make under less than $50,000 a year. Yeah. So they come in, it's like families, and they come and sit down, they're like, oh, here's my W-2s, like, here's my Social Security, here's like some other stuff my health insurance so I'm like all right let me like get this all sorted for you It takes me like half an hour an hour like at the latest and then at the end I'm just like all right well tax returns done here's how much your refund is thanks for coming in hope we see you here next year and I send them on their way and then
0: they're just happy pretty reasonable mm-hmm. have you had any crazies though have you had any people come in and they're like what do you mean I owe a thousand dollars
1: see I-, I was expecting to ask that kind of question luckily not yet I've had a few people say, but this refund's a lot smaller than last year. And those ones I'm like, what do you want me to do? I can't like, I just inputted what you gave me. I can't make more money up here. And then I like, part of my job is actually like explaining some of the reasoning. So I'm like, I, I keep that idea in my head. What I actually say is I'm just like, well, did you bring last year's tax return? And of course they say no. So I'm like, well, if you brought last year's tax return, we can actually compare the numbers, see, like, where the differences might have been. Luckily, they never come back. Like, they're just like, all right, he did it. Like, I'm done. Yeah. So my, the big thing is like, oh, like, this was less than I expected or it was less than last year. And then my part of my job is, like, explaining why. So it's like, oh, well, you know, there were a lot of tax changes last year. The withholdings got smaller. So maybe that's why they withheld less. So you got less back. So, you know, like that. Or one person in particular was like, well, I got like $500 more last year. And then I look through it. I'm like, ah, well, you see, you were self-employed a bit this year. And that's like, that took all your refund because there's a self-employment tax. So I'm like, that one's when it's easy for me to explain why. Usually no issues. When I can't really explain like what really happened. I'm just like, it's out of my control. I'm just a volunteer. Stop yelling at me, please. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily no one's yelled yet. Yeah, It's usually just like. A family, like she has a kid, and she's like, "Oh, well, that's that's less than last year. I don't know how we'll survive this year." And I'm like,
0: "I can't help you." Yeah, that's I I, that's me. a tricky situation. And then uh, they say, "Hey, I got less this year than last year," and uh, and that's when you look them in the eyes and you say, "Well, did you vote for Trump?"
1: <laughs> I'm like, we're actually not supposed to ask this kind of question. <laughs> We're not supposed to bring it in. But it's like, technically, yeah. It's like, well, did you vote for Trump? It's part of his tax tax changes. You inadvertently caused this to yourself.
0: Yeah. That's, I I mean, honestly, like, uh, Lady Navio's return was smaller. And, like, when we, when because, you know, we, I've been doing this long enough that we're able to go in and kind of look at, I'm not a tax professional like you, but you can see where the differences are. And you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I didn't get as much back on this category as I did last year. And then you know when you when you know the details about some of the stuff that was in his uh, tax plan that he passed. Not to get political, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it Come wasn't. On,
1: Jimmy. You just had a you just had a you know get that deduction from your private jet.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as friendly to the middle class as everyone thought it was going to be. So that's unfortunate. Hopefully, uh, I mean, and there were other factors as well. Um, you know, last year she she got a like a an incentive, like one of the Obama things for like a uh, hybrids. There was like a mm-hmm. a couple thousand dollars, like she got for like
1: yeah, like a rebate.
0: Yeah, it was a re- it was a rebate for getting a plug in hybrid or whatever. And I had to remind her that hey, you, like you didn't get that this year. She's like, oh yeah. So mm-hmm.
1: there's a few. Yeah, things it's like- actually it's it's funny like how much I have to remind people of stuff like that because I'll, I'll finish their tax return, they have like all their papers with them. And then I'm like going through like their W-2s and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. So I don't see like a like your landlord certificate here. Like, are you gonna do a renter's rebate and like get money back on that? And they're like, oh, I like forgot about that. And I'm like, you really need to do that. That's actually like a lot of money. Yeah. And like so big, sometimes you help out
0: a lot. Well, and like big purchases and medical expenses. Like a lot of people just completely don't even think about that. It's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything you spent on meta. Did you buy a car? Like, did you renew your um, uh, uh, registration on your car? Like, anything, like, all that stuff matters. And, like, a lot of times people just don't even think about it.
1: Mm -hmm. There's a lot of refundable credits people forget about,
0: and then they don't get that money back. Yep. So, did you see, speaking of taxes, this is like the most boring discussion ever. But uh, the one other question I had did you see that? Uh, Twitch finally emailed everyone and was like, oh, here's your 1099 for all the people who like are affiliates or whatever. I think everyone mm. got that email this week. Like They had some issues with their system.
1: If only I had any income from Twitch. Yeah. Well, Haven't hit the minimum just yet.
0: Well, and everyone's all like uh, I know a few people in the the download team were kind of frustrated because they already filed their taxes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Twitch finally. But emailed. It's simple enough, though. Yeah, I mean, you can amend it or, you know, edit it or whatever, but still, it's like, mm-hmm. thanks.
1: It's nice when, you, you know, you have all your paperwork in order so you don't have to make that amendment. So, yeah, it's kind of annoying.
0: That's why I wait till April 14th. Mm hmm. The last minute. No, I'm just <laughs> mostly because I'm lazy. And because That's I usually do, I do it early. I usually owe money uh, because I like to uh, play that game. I'd rather have the money. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like claim one because they'd rather get a big fat like return. But I'd, I prefer claiming two. And then like I usually owe just a little bit because i'd rather like use that money to invest like, in... i'll invest it yeah, yeah. you know I, I i actually like i try and i try and min max. i try and get it so that i it zeros out but i usually mm-hmm. end up owing a little bit
1: you're min maxing your tax return.
0: Uh, exactly
1: <laughs> you're like all right so i i based on last year's i usually get a refund of like two thousand dollars so if I just keep that two thousand, invest it, and make like twenty one hundred, and I
0: only gotta pay back like a thousand, I'm up. Exactly. See, right there you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. just start claiming ten, and just like go hardcore and invest it all. <laughs> the Is government's it... actually paying you money. Uh, that point. <laughs> Ogre Magi in Twitch chat just said, "Is this a tax question stream?" Because I have questions. Uh, I mean, it wasn't going to be, but you know, we we may. Uh, we we delved a bit down that direction. <laughs> if you if you have some uh some ducats and you wanna buy a Jumbotron James, I'm sure he'd be glad to uh read your uh, <laughs> your ridiculous tax questions. Uh but no, we, we can move on to other topics. Uh besides school and taxes and all that stuff, I noticed that uh, you have been streaming a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. I saw you stream I just had. the other
0: day. What were you streaming?
1: Oh, I was streaming some Warframe. In case you didn't know, I'm a pretty big fan of Warframe. Oh. Just a little just a little bit of a fan.
0: For those listening, he's uh he's seductively touching the poster on the behind him. Just
1: just the the poster of Excalibur Prime from Warframe that I have. Nestled so- in between the two K pop posters.
0: <laughs> so have you unlocked every item in the game yet?
1: sadly no but i'm working on it you know i give it four five years and i think by that time i'll be at least halfway done with every item
0: by then they'll have released like three or four more expansions
1: it, it's a it's a sisyphean task you know i'm pushing that boulder <laughs> up the hill every time i get to the top it rolls back down basically what's happening but no uh, last night when i streamed i was basically i had planned in my head i was like ready i was like i'm gonna stream for six plus hours to get all the parts for this warframe Avara. And then within the first 10 minutes of the stream, I got one piece, and then the next hour I got the second one. And I was like, that's literally all I had planned. So this is all I planned to stream, guys.
0: <laughs> so about. did you just end early? You're like, I did what I needed to do, goodbye. Or did you like I went for another hour? Set a new goal. Was- Come on, James.
1: No, but that's the thing, though, because I just wanted Avara at that time. Because to craft her, you needed a crafting reagent that, at minimum, spawns four times in a day on a random timer. for. So alert. you just
0: got crazy lucky.
1: Yeah, I got really lucky with those drops. For everyone listening, the pieces for Avara, I already had the first two. I just needed to get the last two. They're both a 7.5% drop on a f- on four sets of missions. And it takes me around five to seven minutes to finish each mission. So I was like, okay, if you look at the math, I'm expected to get the drop after 20 runs, and I need two drops, so around 40. So I was like, okay, so that should take me like six hours. But I just got so lucky that it took me an hour to get both of them. Wow. And I was like, well, it didn't take me as long as I thought, which is really nice, but it also didn't take me as long as I thought. You're the most selfish streamer
0: ever. You're like, all right, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see you later. I got my job done. so fuck the audience.
1: It's like that that's all I planned, guys, so I guess I'm out. See see you later. You should have just
0: switched to like Apex legends or something.
1: I thought about it, but man, I was playing Apex before that. I'm already like level fifty five, and just that day, I was not doing too hot, so yeah. I was like, eh, I'm not gonna play too much today, but I mean, there's there's more stuff to grind in in warframe, so I'm probably gonna be like sneaking those types of streams in. The next one I think I'm going to try for is Saren, and that one I know is going to take a long time. Because to even attempt the mission to get the drop, you have to farm a separate mission entirely to earn points, so you can enter the mission you need. And that one you need 25 points to enter, and I think her drop is like a 5-6% chance and there's four of them, so I'm going to have to grind a ton of this other mission, so I can grind a ton of the main mission. So it's layered
0: grinding. So you're, so, know so what you're saying is you're going to be streaming a whole bunch and everyone can look forward to you streaming all of your grinding. Well, if you want to take
1: that, if you want to take that perspective, yes.
0: Cause I, like I saw, I was like, Ooh, he's streaming Warframe. And then like, I tried to get on and watch you and you were gone already. And I was like, damn it, James, I'm trying to watch you stream. And you're like, it, mm-hmm. you need a schedule. I need to know. I need to anticipate. I'm trying to get better on a schedule.
1: But it's just some days I wake up and I'm like, "I got things I need to do, and then all of a sudden it's nine p m and I'm like, "Well, I'm going to bed I had a had a long day.
0: Oh, I get that So have you played minion Masters at all lately?
1: I have yes
0: I haven't i but I recently saw a thread about I wanted to ask you because i I haven't played since I added this uh tell me about the whole guild thing oh
1: so it's really basic right now but basically it's just uh for like five thousand gold so it's really cheap anyone can start a guild and people can be added to it and the benefits of being in a guild is that there's certain guild quests you can do so if you make a guild and then do the guild quest you pretty much get your money back like instantly okay and let's see there's also like a like a guild chat. So it's separate from the global chat. So people can talk in there, but it's pretty basic. So it's just a place where people can like hang out, chat, and more easily like find games between guild members. Cause that's how you got the gold was playing three matches with a guild member. Is but there's really a, not too much to it right
0: now. Is there a limit to like the size of a guild?
1: I think it's <laughs> 50, but I haven't checked. Cause I'm not currently in the guild. Cause I was like, I'm not gonna. I don't really need that right now. Like they just dropped the the new expansion of cards, so I've been like logging in to do that. But other than that, there's not much else with guilds. They're asking for a lot of feedback, like what do the players want out of it?
0: Yeah, that's right. I so saw on Reddit there was right a now. there was a thread asking about like asking for feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised you aren't in because I know you hang out in uh, Video Gamers Discord. I'm surprised he doesn't have a guild full of all of his like usual cronies oh there's
1: the there's the video kit guild there's the king puff cup guild for the staff members there's the king puff cup guild for the non-staff members they added a whole discord channel for people advertising their guilds to get members and just today someone dm'd me inviting me to their guild let's see who was it it was my friend paco and he said If you join a day, you get Cookies and Bacon. Join the Happy Wizards and Prowlers guild. But it's like, I know so many people with guild. It's like, which one do I join? But since there's not really, like, any substance to it at this point, it's like I don't really feel need to.
0: Yeah, if there was something unique that you got from being in a guild uh, that you couldn't get otherwise. Like, you know, the game that i got i'm trying to get you all hooked on that mobile game uh Crush Them All like by being in a guild you can like request you can like request medals to up to uh basically increase the level of your characters and you can request it like once a day or once every so many hours like if there was some unique mechanic within a guild where you could do that where you could like request uh what are they stars or whatever like for your cards oh the glory yeah so if like every day you know every or like every couple of hours you could request like five glory for a card or like if there was something within the guild like some unique mechanic that would incentivize people to participate in the guild like on a daily basis i i could see the benefit of it but right now it's more of just like a social hub essentially
1: yeah pretty much like I would like them to take a look at like what clash royale does with guilds which is similar you know like maybe do exactly that you request some glory for a specific card or maybe just like add in say like guild battles between like different guilds and then i don't know if they ever get around to it maybe add like a tournament guild feature so like the winner of like so guild versus guild and the winning guild gets like some kind of reward be it gold rubies or maybe like just glory but yeah. just something to really like work for it, since it's really bare bones right now
0: okay I mean that's interesting I haven't even I, I can't think of the last time I played Minion Masters I've been so wrapped up in uh, Apex Legends and uh, yeah, it's, it's tough Apex is just so much so much fun I have a really bad problem of like I, I, I don't. It's not ADD because ADD is very short term. I have like long term hyper focusing. Like I, I'll get so super into something for like an extended period of time, and then one day I'll just like completely lose interest in it -hmm. so like like, that that was a fun two weeks yeah like minion masters like i I went really deep for a while and then i was just like i don't want to play this anymore and like right Mm -hmm. now for me it's apex legends i'm like every every chance i get i'm like oh i could probably sneak in a few games or whatever and Mm -hmm. apex legends and crush them all is like all i've been doing lately and and also planning my wedding i mean that too I guess that's a (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's taking the backseat to the first two, but it's still being worked on.
0: Yeah. No, actually, this is a new shirt. I got this shirt uh, last week. We went and bought new clothes for our engagement photos. We took mm-hmm. engagement photos this weekend, this last weekend. So um, they're, they're like... They they said they took over like seven or eight hundred pictures, so I guess they pare it down and like clean them up and optimize them and do whatever touch ups or whatever. So probably this week or next week, I should have some uh, some sexy engagement photos to. I'll probably drop some of them in the Discord or uh, post some on Twitter or something. So.
1: So when's your wedding, and why is it stopping you from going to TwitchCon?
0: <laughs> the wedding is October eighteenth. Uh and TwitchCon is like the last week of September. So there's a good chance I may or may not be going to TwitchCon this year because as much as I would like to go, that's cutting it pretty damn close to when I need to like be doing wedding stuff. And also I think that's right around the time our lease is up and we were talking about moving out of this apartment. <clears throat> uh-huh. So there's like yeah, it's it's going to be a very busy couple of months. And TwitchCon may have to take a backseat this year, even though it's in San Diego this year, which is like... Lady Navio and I love San Diego. Uh, We've been there a couple times together. It's a beautiful place. Oh, man. It's an expensive place. Yeah, I I would definitely live there. I love Old Town. I love the Gaslamp District. Uh, There's a few restaurants there that I'm super fond of. You got the stadium, lots of good breweries. You got Coronado Island. I mean, it just... There's so many great things about it, but yeah, it's, well, we'll see. We'll see if I can swing it.
1: Yeah. Cause I bring it up because it's like, I already know a ton of people that have already like booked their hotels and their Airbnbs. Cause it was only announced like a week and a half ago and people are already like, well, I know I'm going, I'm booking this right now. And definitely not cheap
0: that's because every year it gets crazier right like it's Mm -hmm. getting harder and harder to buy tickets to find hotels like it's twitch is definitely not getting less popular (laughs) so it's only going to get harder and harder with each year to come like uh this last year you know a bunch of people were were expecting to buy tickets at the door and they uh sold out Mm -hmm. had to turn people away there were people sleeping on, uh, you know, we had Uncle Joe crashing with us because his Airbnb got double booked. Like, it was just crazy. San Jose was, like, overwhelmed with Twitch for, like, three days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, I don't know. It, it may not happen. By the way, there was a comment in there about uh, 1099. I don't know if you saw that, but someone wants you to do their taxes. Oh, I saw. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't...
1: Pretend I didn't see that. Look the other way.
0: uh, Ninja Breadmon in chat says, That was me with MS2. I played a ton for like three weeks and then just stopped. Yeah, I mean, that tends to be... I do that with a lot of things. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, It's been three weeks since Apex was out.
0: I know. But I'm still going strong. I think that one's definitely going to be one that's in my regular rotation.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially because uh, like they're still going to be adding new stuff. Like they're adding the battle pass, which is going to like give you some more like goals to fulfill and stuff.
0: Yeah. Did you see they're probably going to be releasing another character or two as well mm-hmm. when they release the battle pass? So
1: mm-hmm. I saw the the data mine leaks.
0: <sighs> yeah. There and there there was the data mine leaks, and then today I was watching Shroud stream, and he accidentally dropped the name of one or two of the characters because he's been in touch with like the developers, and he's been like testing it. They, one of the things he mentioned too today was there, they they were polling like a lot of the top streamers and players and testers about uh, doing um, not just skins, but doing uh, optional colorizing, like being able to just like buy ink, like bi- basically being able to color different gear, different things. Okay. So there, it, it sounds like they're still trying to kind of figure out in what ways they like what features they want to offer and how they want to monetize it and stuff but
1: Mm -hmm. yeah because right now i feel no inclination to actually spend money yeah other than the packs the skins themselves aren't really that great like some of the the supreme skins are better than the legendaries in my opinion so it's well the supreme ones have those cool like
0: lighting effects on them mm
1: -hmm. they're animated (laughs) colored just every time i go in the shop it's like 20 bucks for something that costs like $15 but you can only buy in like that increment.
0: Yeah, you know, and stuff that's in there
1: isn't too great.
0: That's why I'm excited for the battle pass. I hope that it's it's reasonable. I hope that it feels rewarding. I mean, that's the uh <clears throat> the battle pass in Fortnite is really like what is a big part of what made Fortnite what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it was something that would keep you coming week to week.
0: Yeah, it it, it was well balanced, and then you know the the, the way that you earn V bucks and like how the battle pass works and everything was very well thought out and well engineered, and it keeps people coming back. And it, it was so it was so effective that it like everyone's copying it now. Mm-hmm. So as as long as Apex Legends can do a good job at like making it feel fair and feel like you're actually like making progress and it you know I don't know it's gotta be rewarding enough or people aren't gonna buy into it
1: Mm -hmm. because especially like right now it's actually funny there was the meme that was going around it was like apex hits 10 million players in 3 days fortnite free battle pass because I know some people that were probably like on the fence like oh maybe I'm gonna like swap to fortnite I mean swap to apex is like the main game like battle royale game I play now probably saw the the free battle pass and were like, oh okay, maybe I'll just like go back to Fortnite for a few days, complete the challenges, get the free pass. And some of those people are probably gonna stick to, to Fortnite from that point because they're like, well I got the battle pass for free. I don't want that to go to waste. Like what if there's a cool skin I want? And then that's gonna really like pull people back to Fortnite. But I know a lot of people that are dropping Fortnite, Fortnite, me included.
0: <clears throat> I think they're both big enough though that like I don't think one's going to destroy the other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think there's space for both of them, especially like there's opportunists, right? Excuse me. I'm trying my best not to cough a lot and get all scruffy. I'm still recovering from being sick, but uh, so like there's always going to be opportunists that see the fact that, okay, so, you know, Dr. Disrespect, even Ninja, Shroud, like a lot of them, not full time but a lot of them started playing Apex Legends right so there's going to be people who are like oh like I was kind of popular in Fortnite now's my chance Ninja's not taking up that huge portion of audience that he usually does I'm going to jump into Fortnite like there's always going to be some of that you know like that mm-hmm. it's it, Fortnite's way too big it has too much momentum for it to just get replaced I don't, I don't think that's going to happen um but I think there there were quite a few people that were looking for a battle royale where you don't have to build walls. Myself mm-hmm. included. That's
1: exactly what I was looking for. Yeah,
0: and and I think I think uh, Apex Legends was the first one to do it well, where it has enough players. Because like I I'll say it again, if 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 Darwin Project had more players, I'd still be playing that. They just they made a few mistakes early on, and they lost a lot of their audience but um i right now apex legends is like the only battle royale i have any interest in whatsoever so i'm i'm rooting yeah. for them i hope they can fix some of the bugs i hope that their battle pass is good i hope that they can you know figure out i, I hopefully that i would like to see a competitive scene i think the the model that they have with the three person squads and how fast the games are i think it's it's actually uh really well designed for a potential esports opportunity
1: mm-hmm. like especially I think they did say on the roadmap was adding a competitive mode
0: well and like the fact that you can respawn characters mm-hmm. is huge. that's
1: a big that's a big one
0: that's huge because then like you know if a team gets knocked or like one of your characters gets knocked out like right away but the re- the other two survive like in in a lot of other battle royales, you're fucked. But like in this one, like, oh, I can recover them and I can respawn them and like we're still in this game. So mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way as far as like balance and as far as providing an environment where like competitive and esports and stuff can potentially be viable.
1: Mm-hmm. And it also adds like another layer to the gameplay because there's been a few times where I'm in a squad of three people and like. I was like, oh, there's another group dropping with us. I'm going to veer off like one direction they're not going. And then my squad mates get wiped. And then I just run in, grab their banners and get out. And I'm like, okay, guys, well, you died. But I'm going to respawn you over here. And then we're going to go loot in this area. And then maybe go on to win. Right. There's been a few times, I think, where like I've been respawned at least. And then we go on to win the game, which is really nice. Because otherwise, it's like, oh, I died. guess I got to wait for like 15 minutes while my friends are playing the game and do something else.
0: Yeah. It's not a wasted game. Mm-hmm. There's always and a then, chance that the only thing that bugs me is the fact that that mechanic does exist, but you still have people like there's games where we drop in, a dude dies and like disconnects, I, <clears throat> disconnects immediately. And I could have recovered his thing and probably respond him.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I've had a few games like that where I'm like, I get super lucky. It's like one V three. I wipe the team. And then the, the person I'm playing with, like in discord is like, Oh dude, you're insane. I grab his banner. And it's like, wait, where's the third guy? And it's like, oh, yeah, he disconnected like immediately. He, was, yeah. he didn't think you are going to win that. And it's like, damn. And then it's cool, too, because like since it changes on the map, like, oh, the respawn beacon disappeared like someone used it. And you can see the dropship fly in. It, it's basically like if you're moving and then you catch it fast enough, you can be like, hey, they just respawned someone. So it's going to basically be a 3v2. Maybe right. we can go in like and fight them. It it makes finding people easier as well.
0: No, there's so many. That's another thing that I really like about it is like there's a lot of mechanics that are designed for you to be encouraged to engage. There, you know, there's uh, there's loot crate, you know, there's the there's the support drops, random ones. But then like like you said, respawning a character, everyone can see and hear that. Um, there's always a one high tier loot area that's marked on the map that people fight over. There's the loot ship that people fight over. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that encourage you to like move towards certain areas and engage the Mm -hmm. enemy, you know? And I I, And you,
1: you always need to be moving as well. Like I've noticed the people that like camp and are always hiding, they, they don't really have good gear, like they right. have the gun that they first found they never they never get found like level three armor and helmet, so it makes it a lot easier, yeah, you're really rewarded for finding like those fights and winning
0: yeah, and there's i I feel like the it although it needs some tweaking, I feel like the sound design is pretty good, like like as far as you can hear where gunshots are coming from or you can like you know. The, 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 uh, positional audio is pretty solid. Even, even if you're only using like stereo headphones, like I can tell if something's off to the Southwest or like, you know, it's, it's pretty good, uh, audio engineering as far Mm -hmm. as being like, oh, there's a gunfight over there. Let's go, you know, let's go engage or whatever. Mm -hmm. And
1: you can tell what every gun is by the sound of their shots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, and they use pretty good sounds as far as like when you break someone's shield when you knock someone, like they're all very like well designed, distinct sounds that make it pretty rewarding. Like you mm-hmm. know when you bust a dude's shield, you hear that big psh, like it's it's very obvious what is happening. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I guess that's why I like it so much. There's a lot of those
1: tiny details, right? That all together, just makes for a really good experience. Like how if you shoot someone with no shields, it's just a red red number. If they have level one shields, it's white. They have level two, it's blue, level three, purple, level four, it's, it's gold. Like all the stuff is colored as well. So you don't really have to spend too much time to like figure out what they have. Whereas in other games, like if you're in, playing Fortnite and you shoot a guy, it's just like, well, I shot him and he lost some shield, but I don't know how much shield he like was at. Whereas yeah. in Apex, it's like, oh, I shot a guy and it was golden and it didn't break. So he probably still has like 40 more shield left.
0: Yeah, it's so well designed that it's almost subconscious. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just like instinctive. You just kind of figure it out, even if no one explained it to you. After you play for a while, it you, it just because of how well the colors and sounds and everything are designed, you can kind of just figure it out, like instinctively almost. It's it's pretty mm-hmm. amazing how well they've designed some of that stuff. So,
1: mm-hmm. and then probably the biggest thing I enjoy putting the supply drops on the mini map. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that's what I hated in every other battle Royale game I played. There were drops, the drops never showed up on the map. So it was just like, you either spotted one falling and were like, Oh cool. Let's move to it. Or you just spotted one randomly and was just like, Oh nice. Like we got lucky by putting them on the map. It like lets you make that decision like oh there's a drop over here should we go for it other people know it's dropping there and the the loot in the drops is really good pretty much all the time
0: yeah yeah I mean it it's uh it's definitely set a new standard I mean that plus what we talked about before with the ping system
1: mm-hmm
0: I like. I use. I love the ping system so much. I I like. Don't even want to talk to people half the time. I just. I love pinging shit. Like it's. It's just fun to be like ping, and just point shit out. Like and how well it's communicated without using any voice comms at all.
1: Exactly.
0: So. I think they've definitely set a new standard. I think you're gonna see a lot of other battle royales stealing some of the mechanics that they've improved and innovated. I think I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see a ping system in Fortnite in the near future. Like it's I think it's I'd be surprised if that didn't happen.
1: Mm -hmm. After having it I don't think I want to play a game without it.
0: It's too good to ignore. Mm -hmm. I mean because
1: when the only alternative is people not talking to each other it's like it's a pretty big difference.
0: Or people just like I mean, it's, it still happens where people just swipe in, like would run in and just take everything, but the backpacks are pretty small. So like, there's no reason for you to try and grab everything. And like the ping system just like rewards you. So it, it's, it's such an easy thing to use that like it, I don't know. It just, it like, it's very rewarding. Mhm. Uh-huh. And because that's one thing I hated about Fortnite too is like there'd always be that dude who's always grabbing everything and he just never says anything. And he's just always trying to grab the best loot and just be like the the hero. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm now going. Now when you grab stuff, you
1: can actually just ping what you swapped it for and let other people grab it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Even if you buy like a. Not by even if you like swap out your, your blue armor for purple or pink art or whatever tier three armor, you just ping your blue armor and like, at least you're still giving them something. Mm-hmm. So did you hear, I we're going to switch gears a little bit. I think we've uh, stroked Apex Legends dong long enough. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about, did you hear about, uh, that video, that YouTube video that Matt's, Matt's what it is? released huh? apparently he was a big youtuber and he he made a comeback and he released this video i think i posted it in the in our chat but he basically pointed look. out like how uh youtube is facilitating the sexual exploitation of children did you see that oh yeah i definitely heard about it yeah so i'm not gonna play the video but it's pretty crazy like you guys can go look this up. If you're listening, uh, his name is Matt's what it is. And he, he released his video recently after, you know, not, he hasn't posted anything in a while. And he's like, well, I hate that this is my comeback video, but this needs attention. Mm-hmm. And he basically points out how the YouTube algorithm, because all it does is suggest things. Oh, you like this video. You'd probably like this video. And on a new YouTube account within like watching one or two videos, How basically you can end up down this rabbit hole of of like unintentionally explicit videos of minors of like kids and how like pedophiles and like nefarious individuals are taking advantage of this and using the comment section of these videos to basically just like communicate with each other. And it's like pretty gnarly how deep it goes. And so he just pointed out – he, he like, opened an incognito tab and pointed out how easy it was. And uh, as a result of that, I don't know if you saw this, but Disney, Disney and Nestle completely pulled all of their ads from YouTube. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty significant.
1: Like, Yeah, a lot of people were hearkening it to uh, the adpocalypse too.
0: I mean – I have mixed feelings about it because you know he he doesn't he makes it all sound like it's one giant conspiracy and how YouTube's mm-hmm. ignoring it. I think part of it is like most of the videos that he references that with a few exceptions, most of the videos themselves are fairly innocent. I don't think it's the uploaders of the videos who are intentionally some of them are, some of them are bot accounts where they're re-uploading videos of other people. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more the people, it's more the viewers who are exploiting the videos and like creating these link chains down in the comments.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, the thing I heard was like, YouTube was like, all right, then I guess the big sweeping change we're going to make is you better curate your comment sections or we'll demonetize you based on
0: the commenters. Right. And which is like, Jesus, how like that's a full time job. Mm hmm. Like if you're, if you're a big content creator, you're going to have to hire someone full time just to like go through the thousands of comments that your videos get. And so I I wouldn't be surprised if a lot more content creators just start disabling comments on their videos.
1: Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I heard, because when this came up, there, there's always two sides. There's always the one side that like agrees with the person somewhat. And then the other one kind of attacking him. There's the people saying that like he over exaggerated a lot of like what he was saying purposefully because they felt that he was someone trying to be a content creator on YouTube and then couldn't do it. And this was like his plan to like get back at it.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some sensationalist kind of stuff going on there. I feel like, I mean that, but that's, that's the nature of content mm-hmm. these days. You have to be shocking in some way. Yeah, Cause it clearly worked. That's like one of his most popular videos. It was his comeback video. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Machief harps on this a lot, but I think there's some truth to it. The whole fake outrage, like, obviously there is a problem and the algorithm probably needs like some work and people should be more careful about the comments and maybe YouTube should hire someone just to kind of like, they can't only, I I think one of the points he was trying to make is they can't just rely on algorithms. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but the counter argument to that is the amount of content that is uploaded to YouTube every day. It's physically impossible for them to hire enough people to like curate it.
1: Yeah. Like I think the, the number was like in five minutes, there's three days of content uploaded. So it's like, how do you, you can't physically hire enough people to scrounge through all that content. It's impossible.
0: Right. So that's the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, how do you. How do you solve that problem? But it doesn't help when when there's this kind of like when every there you know the whole outrage uh, generation that we live in where everything is so oh my gosh like like you know like you said some of it's legit concerns some of it is just over sensationalized like um, another example that happened recently I don't have the the link here but uh, our good friend pay money wubby who likes to make fairly controversial videos. He made the one about TikTok or musically or whatever. Mm-hmm. He recently came out with a video where I, I guess there was an ad, um, by some toilet paper company where he, uh, they were basically talking about how single mothers, uh, are fathers and how that, that they should celebrate fathers, mother, mothers should be honored on father's day. Like single mothers should be honored on father's day. What does that even mean? So, well, because like a single mother acts as the the argument in the – so it's the whole Gillette thing all over again. It's a toilet mm-hmm. paper company that came out with this commercial basically saying that single mothers um are – act as both a mother and a father. They kind of have to fill both roles. So we should honor single mothers on Father's Day. And he, and he was like – obviously like he took the counter position that like this is ridiculous. Like – let fathers have a day like single mothers have mother's day and we can appreciate what they do and it's hard, but like, why are you trying to take father's day away from fathers? Like let them have a day. Uh-huh. And, you know, he, By that same logic. Are single fathers also mothers as well? Right. And so that's they, like, obviously we can all obviously see the arguments on both sides, but he made a huge deal out of it. And it was like, okay, yeah, it was kind of a, Whatever, whether you agree with it or not, it's, it, it's the whole woke commercials. Like, you know, why is a toilet paper company telling me v- like how to live my life? <laughs> you know, the same thing yeah, with exactly. the Gillette. Thing. Why is a razor company telling me I'm not a man? Like it's, it's the whole, that, that to me is the bigger issue than like, he was trying to make a big deal out of the fact that like, Oh, they're trying to steal father's day from fathers. And like, he made this like whole video about it. And it's like, I don't know. It, it, like, I understand his argument to an extent, but I'm also like, who cares? Like, I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, it's a toilet paper company. Is this, it's like, does it really
1: matter? Because uh, honestly, how many people, when they're buying toilet paper, look at the brand they're buying? Because most people, they like found one that they enjoy and then they just buy it. Or they're going to find the cheapest one out of the bunch and buy it. They're not really looking for a named brand.
0: Yeah, I'm probably not going to make base my toilet paper decisions on whether or not they uh <laughs> they're honoring single mothers. I'm sorry, but you know, if it's soft and it wipes the shit off my butt, I'm probably just going to buy it. <sighs> it's all madness. Mhm. What are madness all the way down? Uh, yeah. Turtles all the way down. Um, Speaking of madness, I know we're going to break tradition here, but I got to ask you. I mean, were you – who pointed it out originally? I don't think it was – it. I think it was Nate. But this whole THQ situation, I want to talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. How, how much do you it, know – It was Nate. Okay. How much do you know about it? Because I, I didn't have a lot of time to dive into it too deep. But it looks like they made a pretty big
1: boo-boo. They made a very big boo-boo. Okay, so there I was just going about my day on the way back to my apartment after two classes. And I see Nate post a, a Twitter link, THQ uh, Nordic, I think it was. Right. They, they did an AMA. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I love reading AMAs from companies to like, see like what they're thinking about on the inside. But then it was like, we're doing an AMA on 8chan. And I was like, What? why would you do such a thing so of course i start like looking he posted a twitter link cuz that's uh, i guess where they advertised it and then a, a bunch of people start replying to it i'm reading through the replies to the twitter to see what's going on and then the, the first one i see that's like the most favorited is narrator it was not good and it was four replies on the 8chan thread and i believe it was the first one was, "Where are our big titty lollies at?" with a with an image. It was an explicit image, and then THQ Nordic hits back with, "It looks like you already got them." And then it's like that that's not the response you should have to that. And they just went downhill from there. Like after that comment was made, it just opened
0: the floodgates for everybody else. Wow. I mean, I didn't even look at the actual thread. That's insane, dude. <clears throat> so for those who don't know, why why is it such a big deal? What 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 is the reputation of 8chan?
1: Uh, not good. I know on the whole, most people, when they think of like 8chan and 4chan, it's generally poll, which is the politics board, and generally like pedophilia and pornography is like what pretty much everyone thinks about it. I have a friend that uses it. And he's just like, well, yeah, it's like pretty bad, but it's it's like Reddit. There's bad parts of Reddit. And then there's like normal-ish people that use it for like just normal conversation. But when you go in like that and you're saying, oh, we're doing an AMA, guys, like that just opens the floodgates for that type of troll content. And then whoever they had doing it, one, once he replied to the that one post, it just went downhill from there.
0: Well, yeah, and I don't think it's a very fair comparison to say. It's kind of like Reddit because 8chan, I think, is a little less. Uh, Sanitized. Right. And it's probably a red flag. All it would have taken was for them to do a little research to realize, like, if if, if a website is bad enough that Google has blocked it from being, you can't even Google, you can't, Google's blocked 8chan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't. Get eight chan results on Google, so that should tell you something right there about about that website. Like a, a they a PR guy could have done twenty minutes of research and been like, "Hey uh, guys, this probably isn't a good idea."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I made the comparison. It's like, oh, it's like Reddit because I'm pretty sure like whoever was running that AMA probably thought exactly that. Like, it's a social media board like Reddit. Right, and it's like no, not really. It's an <laughs> entirely different ecosystem, and there's a very select community of people that generally go on those
0: boards right, yeah, so here's the uh, I was gonna pull up the uh so here's the official apology it says, I personally agreed to this a m a without doing my proper due diligence to understand the history and controversy of the site. I do not condone child pornography, white supremacy or racism in any shape or form. So <laughs> It's a little it's a little reactionary. It's a little mm-hmm. late at that point cuz like it's one thing to say that but like you said judging from what you're telling me about what was said in the actual thread, he he straight up like replied to people's comments about it.
1: Mhm. It's it's like one of those things where I feel it's because people like he the person in charge of the AMA probably was like, oh, I'm going to be like the other like PR man, and like the PR guys for these other companies like the Wendy's Twitter. Where it's like, oh, someone replies to Wendy's and Wendy's is just like, like says something kind of offensive back and people are like, oh, that's so funny. I feel like he was thinking the same way, like, oh, it's just banter. But then it's like when you're doing it on 8chan, it kind of paints a light in a paints a much different light.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mm-hmm. I uh, I definitely think they should have done a few minutes worth of research.
1: He said it himself. He didn't do his due diligence.
0: Well, and then he said uh, he said something like, "I saw an opportunity and I took it." Like, so did he? Just like someone invited? Like, how? What was the time period between? I'm curious between him being invited and him doing the AMA. I mean, I. It sounds like he just like went for it without even consulting like his – I don't know. Uh, let's see. And then I, love, I love the comment. The There was a bunch of comparisons in the, in the comments, but one of them that I liked, it said uh, – <laughs> Completely unrelated. But I went out to the park today and there was free dirt all over the place. So I just started stuffing it into my mouth. The opportunity was there and I took it. Because he said that. He was like, the opportunity was there and I took it.
1: Okay, so nine hours ago when they announced the AMA, the person in charge of the account said, the opportunity was here and we took it. We got approached in a very friendly and polite manner and were assured said person, shout out to Mark, will take care of the nasty stuff. So here we are. So whoever this Mark person is just trolled the hell out of him. Like, oh yeah, I'll definitely like make sure it's all good. I'm, I'm going to clean up the board just for you.
0: Well, yeah, and I love there was another comment that said something like, yeah, even serial killers are friendly. (laughs) Like, you can't just trust some random internet dude's friendly demeanor when he's like, hey, buddy, you should come over here and do an AMA. I don't know. Mistakes were made. So were you serious when you said, I'm not sure if we can even talk about Ice Poseidon?
1: a little bit i'm actually not sure the memes are and he's like he who shall not be named cuz i know twitch on like i can't really tell on one hand it's like are people meming it or is it actually twitch like hates him this much that you just can't talk about him at all cuz i've seen a lot of that kind of sentiment but i also like aren't in that ecosystem so i'm not quite sure
0: by the way for those listening i completely switch gears there i was done talking about thq and uh Ice Poseidon...
1: Of other uh, illicit content?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just... It's not going to be a long podcast, so I'm kind of just trying to jump around a little bit. But So for those who don't know, uh, Ice Poseidon is a streamer who's been around all kinds of streaming platforms since... I mean, he's been around forever. And he he has a reputation of doing a lot of dumb things. And there's always been controversy and speculation as to how much of it was staged versus how much of it is like, actually he's just that dumb. And, uh, cause he does a lot of live streams and he would always find himself in these ridiculous situations and he would always like getting, get in trouble in various ways. Is he banned from Twitch at this point? He is banned from Twitch. Yes. So t- the Twitch, uh, I know in the Twitch TOS, you're not allowed to speak ill of other streamers, but since he's banned, like, I'm pretty sure we're allowed to talk about him, I think that's how it works, yeah. So anyway, um, I'm not going to pull it up, but just I briefly wanted to mention there's a video of him uh, that just came out today, like right before – the podcast actually a couple hours before where people were asking him about the company that he was trying to start with this other guy. And he basically was like, yeah, so basically what we're doing is like you take money from investors and then that's kind of starts the capital. And then you use that money, you know, to get more investors and then you can pay those investors with the money that you've earned. So it shows that, you know, and basically he described in detail exactly what a Ponzi scheme is. (laughs) Mhm to the letter. <laughs> and and so another guy on voice chat was like wait, so it's like a ponzi scheme? And he's like, "No, no, no, it's just complicated. I'm not explaining it right." And he literally explained the same thing again. And I was just like, "This guy it's can't not a ponzi scheme, guys. This guy can't be this dumb." It was on the pure-
1: He's like he finally figures out he's like, no, the it's act it's uh it's supposed to be a pyramid scheme, which I'm just is not explaining it well.
0: Which is what a Ponzi scheme is. For those who don't know, they're they're almost exactly the same type of thing.
1: One is just infinitely more illegal than the other,
0: right? Well, I mean, technically, pyramid schemes are illegal. That for it to be multi-level marketing, there has to be proof of uh an actual. Uh, value and capital and a product. Mm -hmm. And that's the only thing that, that separates the two. So like in this case, they don't even have a Ponzi scheme. There's not even an actual product. It's Mm -hmm. essentially just, it's just
1: a web of lies to get more money.
0: It's just a promise that if you get in early, that you're going to make money because the people who come in after you are basically going to fund your, and then, yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Anyway. So uh-huh. it, it, t- it blew up on Reddit. It had 50,000. 000- Oops. That's the wrong view. It had 50,000 upvotes. Uh, and it's still there. I wonder if this video got, uh, I'm just going to hit play. The- nope. It's I still there. Play it if it has them on it. What? I wouldn't play it if he has them on it. No, I just, I, I did. I just b- hit play for just a sec. Cause I wanted to see if the video still exists. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I know you're not even allowed to like have them in your stream. Oh, well, you know, we'll see. (laughs) Don't worry. As long as no one reports it, it's fine. There's only like two people watching this podcast right now. So I'm not worried about it. By the time we get it up on the YouTube, it'll be fine. The more people, uh, yeah. uh, The top comment, I'm running a Ponzi scheme. Sorry. I'm not explaining it well. Let me try again. I'm running a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) It's just like, so ridiculous. And apparently, supposedly, he's trying to get this uh, video removed, but it's it's already – I think they closed the comment section because it just got too gnarly. But uh, yeah, so your boy Ice Poseidon is doing his thing again, proving once again that uh, he might actually be as dumb uh, as he appears to be. It's not just an act. So. hmm uh-huh we'll see we'll see how that as soon turns as he out. Sent me that.
1: I was like I can already tell it's not going to be a good thing. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think there's ever been a single post of his that ended in a positive thing.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. No.
0: It's uh I guess it doesn't really surprise me that much though. <sighs> the internet. Mhm. The moral of the story is don't start Ponzi schemes and don't diddle kids. Once again,
1: if you want to start a Ponzi scheme, be smart about it. You know, don't describe what a Ponzi scheme is to the thousand people watching you and then say, it's not a Ponzi scheme. True.
0: Oh, by the way, James, I, before, before we uh, move on and uh, finish up, got a couple other things I wanted to mention, but Lady Navia wanted me to ask you this. I don't know if you overheard us talking before <laughs> when we were eating dinner before the stream started. I think I left my mic on, so I'm not sure if you picked it up. So she cooked a recipe a couple of years ago, and it was like this chicken something or other with jalapeno in it, and mm-hmm. it was it was like spicy to the point where we could barely eat it. Like we had to we had to douse the thing in sour cream. Mm-hmm. So this is, by the way, this is Racist Hour with Jimmy Navio. I'm going to ask James a very Mexican question. <laughs> it's about spices, okay, and Mexican food. I was like, uh, he said chicken and jalapeno. <laughs> and he
1: wanted to, and and Lady Navio specifically asked him to ask me <laughs> <I can't laughs> know where this is going.
0: Exactly. So uh, our, our, uh, our Mexican friend. Can you please explain to me why when she made that dish with jalapenos in it it was like unbearably hot and we could barely eat it. And then recently like the the dinner we had tonight, we so she made some she did like a a pork dish or something and she included she cut up some jalapenos and cooked it in with like some pulled pork and eggs and like other stuff, but she had some like cut up jalapeno that she cooked that she threw in and cooked with it. And it wasn't spicy at all. Like zero spice. And we're like, why? Like, because she's been afraid ever since she made that other dish for the last couple of years. She's like, yeah, I've been afraid to use jalapenos because, like, that dish was so freaking spicy. Like, I can't, I don't, I don't, I was, I didn't want to, like, ruin, you know, whatever I was making by putting them in there. So she was like, but this time she's like, I'm going to start using jalapenos more because I used them this time and it wasn't spicy at all. It just added like a nice flavor and a nice like kind of, you know, whatever. So do you have any idea why there was such a huge like difference between that one time? I mean, maybe it was, I don't know. Was it, they looked the same, they smelled the same. I, I don't know why.
1: Okay. So when you say ch- chicken with jalapenos, how did she cook it the first time? Was it just, oh, and did she include the seeds?
0: See, no, I did. I, I, I specifically brought that up. I was like, can you remove the seeds both times? And she said, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I removed the seeds.
1: Okay. So no seeds both time. How, at what point did she add, if you can remember, at what point does she add the jalapenos to the chicken dish? Compared to the the pork dish, because it sounded like she put the the jalapenos with the pork dish like from the start and then they cooked along with the pork. How did it go with the chicken?
0: No, I think it might be the other way around. I think the- So she added it after. I think it was done and then she added it. Yeah, the one we just had tonight, I'm pretty sure the pork was slow cooked, but then like- so it was already – the pork was pre-cooked. So she like mm-hmm. – scramb- she basically scrambled some eggs, threw some pork and like some bell peppers and other things and she cut up some jalapeno and threw it in and like just cooked it all up. Um, whereas I think with the chicken dish, the jalapenos might have – it might have been like a slow-cooked dish and the jalapenos might have been – so maybe that's what it is.
1: Because hmm. I know I, – I actually looked it up because it was like from experience I know the longer you cook jalapenos – Because if it was slow cooked, like in the juices at all, I think that would make it a lot hotter because basically, you know, those jalapenos are sitting in the broth and the the cap, what's it, capsaicin?
0: Capsaicin, I think. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Capsaicin. That's what I So basically all of that's going to ooze, get pulled out through the slow cooking process and basically fill every nook and cranny of that dish, which is probably why it was really hot. And I'm thinking... The pork dish was less hot because from the way it sounded when you cook them, if it wasn't slow cooked, that might have been why. Could it so mostly because like when you cook peppers like jalapenos, when they're raw like that, when they're raw, that's when they're like the hottest. When they slowly get cooked, it breaks down a lot of the capsaicin and they get a bit sweeter. But I don't know like exactly how you prepared it, and I'm no expert, but that's just what I'm thinking.
0: Okay, the other theory that I had, and maybe you can tell me if this is and I don't know if you know this or not, but could the ripeness of the pepper have anything to do with it? Like if it's it definitely could. Okay. Although
1: I'm not sure if it's like more ripe makes it worse or less ripe.
0: I feel like more ripe I would make it up. worse. If I if I had to guess, I would say that like the more ripe it is, the longer it has on the stem to just like kind of develop that. Just build up the capsaicin and stuff. I feel like more ripe would be worse. I feel like if it's because like you know how if you have a if you have a green banana, it just tastes it doesn't taste like anything. It just doesn't Mm -hmm. have that sweetness to it.
1: Okay, well a quick Google search does say that they get hotter as they ripen. Ah possible that maybe the ones you ate today weren't as ripe or maybe weren't ripe, but they looked ripe. And then the ones
0: you ate before were very ripe. That might be it. Maybe. Because they they definitely looked a little more green and they were a little crunchier. So I'm wondering if they just weren't like, maybe it wasn't a fully ripened uh, jalapeno.
1: Mm -hmm. That could definitely be it. But then it's also weird because like how hot was it really?
0: Like was it hot by your standard? No, I mean she likes spicy food and the Mm -hmm. chicken one, like she could barely eat it. Like it was just, okay, so it was, was like very hot. Yeah. So Some, hot
1: by Hispanic standards, not quite Thai, not quite <laughs> right. not quite Indian.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but then, and then tonight, like even I could eat it and I didn't even sweat. So, you know, it, it wasn't, if it, I, to me, even if it's remotely spicy, I start sweating hmm. and I had no problem eating the the meal she made tonight. So we're like, what, what's the difference? Like we're trying to figure it out.
1: Yeah. I think then I guess the ripeness might be the only thing. Maybe. Cause I'm no expert, but I know some, like some things like help break down like the heat, but I don't think like egg and pork and whatever else, like she cooked in it, like would do that. So yeah. I'm really unsure, especially if it's just like a simple slow cooked chicken with jalapenos. Like, I don't know why that would be a lot hotter.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe the ripeness could be the ripeness, yeah. We'll have to do some we'll have to do some experiences experiments for science. All right. Well, um, I've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks, and I wanted to read it. I read one of these on my stream. I don't think I've read one during the podcast. But Lady Navia works in HR, and every once in a while, someone will forward an email to her uh and it's it's one of those <laughs> this is one, another one of those uh uh trying to uh extort money from an employee basically hmm. and they're they're well, that's they're, interesting they're always very fun to read so i i wanted to read this before we uh, ended the podcast uh so it's an email that one of her fellow employees received and it says uh, careers at the company she works for and then hacked. And then there's like some random ass email address. And then, so it says, <laughs> attention careers at da da da. This is not a joke. I am dead serious. Hi, Perv. The last time you visited a pornographic website with teens, you downloaded and installed software that I developed. My program has turned on your camera and recorded the process of your masturbation. <laughs> the process of your I masturbation. Like <laughs> like, that, like it's such a, like it's poor, such poor English. No, know, because
1: re- Jimmy, it's not just the masturbation. No, it's, it's the, the process, process. The whole so process. The dimmed, the candles lit, the lubricant brought out to the table. Yeah, the whole oh, process. The paper set.
0: My software has also downloaded all your email contact lists and a list of your friends on Facebook. I have both the careers.mp4 with your masturbation as well as a file with all your contacts on my hard drive. You are very perverted! Exclamation mark! There's a, that, that's mm-hmm. for emphasis. Gotta make, it, gotta make it clear. You are very perverted. If you want me to delete both the files... And keep the secret. You must send me Bitcoin payment. I give you seventy-two hours for payment. If you don't know how to send bitcoins, visit Google. <laughs> I love it. does he doesn't even explain it? He's just like Google it, bitch. Send two point zero 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 oh two thousand. It's it's so they're obviously not American because they're using uh, periods for. Uh, For commas. For commas. Send 2,000 USD to this Bitcoin address immediately. And then there is actually an address. And in parentheses, it says copy and paste. And then he does emphasize 1 BTC equals estimated 3,580 USD right now. So send exactly 0.565 BTC to the address provided. Do not try to cheat me. As soon as you open this email I will know that you opened it. This bitcoin address is linked to you only so I will know if you sent the correct amount. When you pay in full I will remove the files and deactivate my program. If you don't send the payment I will send your masturbation video to all your friends and associates from your contact list I hacked. Here are the payment details again. You can visit police, but nobody will help you. I know what I'm doing. I don't live in your country, and I know how to stay anonymous. Don't try to deceive me. I will know it immediately. My spyware is recording all the websites you visit and all keys you press. If you do, I will send this ugly recording to everyone you know, including your family. Don't cheat me. Don't forget the shame. And if you ignore this message, your life will be ruined. I am waiting for your Bitcoin payment. If you need more time to buy and send 0.565 BTC, open your notepad and type 48HPLZ, 48 hours, please, basically. I will consider giving you another 48 hours before I release the vid. And it's signed at the bottom, Anonymous Hacker.
1: Ooh, Anonymous Hacker, by the way.
0: So, yeah, that's that uh, sent to the work email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At her work. This is the second one that she that's been forwarded to her. There, the other one was even worse English. This one's oh, actually Lord. pretty well. There's for the most part, the punctuation other than some things that are obviously like very weird that no English speaker would say, like the process of your masturbation. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It's
0: like we get the intent, but that is not what you say. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's the kind of fun stuff that she brings oh. home to me from her, her job in HR. It's pretty pretty exciting stuff. Obviously, this guy has nothing. He's just Yeah, pretty to-
1: much. Especially, like, you're at work doing work things and you get that email and you're just like, there's no webcam on this computer. And I'm also at my place of work. <laughs> right, exactly. So, it's like, this is just classic, just a phishing, a phishing attempt.
0: It's like someone saw that. Phishing. That's just... That's just a scam at this point. Yeah, it's just scare tactics. It's just a scam. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's like they saw that episode of Black Mirror and just like are trying to scare people. Did you see that episode? That that episode got me messed up. The one where he I... uh they he, they send him the where they send all those random like pedophiles on errands.
1: Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing though. When I watched it, I didn't even know it was pedophiles right until the end.
0: Yeah. Well they did that on purpose. Hmm. That's where it got me because I was like, "Oh shit!" Because you feel bad for them, and then by yeah. the end, you're like, "Oh well, do they deserve it? I mean, is vigilanteism okay? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, don't know how I feel about this. Like, it really makes you it, think." Especially
1: about after they put them, like, put those guys through all that stuff, and then you learn all of them are pedophiles, and then they release it all anyway.
0: Yep. So that that's what it reminded me of when I. Mm-hmm. When she showed me that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like they're they're attempting to do something like that, but they obviously don't actually have any evidence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't know. I thought it was fun. I wanted to read it for everyone. I wanted to document it on this episode. It was good. I like that message. It was very thorough. <laughs> yeah, it was quite detailed. Except I love the part where he's like, if you don't know how, Google it. <laughs> It's like where I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, who was better off if you just said, like, send
1: me like $2,000 in iTunes gift card? Because trying to get a random person to figure out how to set up a Bitcoin wallet and then buy Bitcoin. Yeah,
0: that's already an uphill battle. (laughs) Like,
1: I don't know how to do this. He's going to send it to everyone I know and there's nothing I can do.
0: Right, exactly. But uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's about all I had for this week. I'd keep it short and sweet. I uh, I still got to pack. Our flight leaves at like noon tomorrow. So I'm mm. on my way to Florida. If anyone has any uh, suggestions of fun things to do, we're going to be in uh, the Fort Lauderdale area, which from what I understand is fairly close to Miami. And I, I looked it up because Lady Navio is a huge fan of uh, Dexter, which Dexter, the show, mostly takes place – in, uh, in Florida. So a lot of the show is actually filmed there. So I told her, cause I have to work Thursday and Friday. We ha- we actually have an office in Florida uh, and then I'm doing a conference on Saturday. So I told her during the day while I'm working, she should rent a car and go, uh, go do like a photo tour of all of the, the Dexter, uh, film locations. There's actually a website that has a list you know, of documents? like- yeah. All the locations in Miami and Fort Lauderdale where they filmed like his apartment and like where they found the severed hand and where they found the severed foot and like all this stuff. So I was like, yeah, you should just like go down the list and go visit a bunch of those places. But I'm looking forward to Brazilian food. There's a pretty large Brazilian community in Southern Florida. So that's, hmm. I'm, I'm hoping to uh, tap into that and see if I can find some authentic Brazilian food. But uh yeah. There's a lot of Cubans there too, of course. Um, of course, but, uh,
1: Cuba's very close,
0: but yeah, um, you, know, you can
1: always hit your, your job up with the bill. Like, Oh, here's how much I spent on food guys.
0: No, well, they're giving me a, they're giving me an extra hundred dollars on my paycheck. Cause I'm going to be there for like three and a half days. Mm-hmm. So it's like $30 a day, I guess that they give me for food. Yeah, not bad. Um, which, you know, I'll probably spend more than that, <laughs> but at least they, you know, it's nice to get. Something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause they're like, yeah, you're, we're, we're flying you out here and like, it's not like you're going to go buy groceries. So they do, they did give me a little stipend for each day and lady Navio, uh, we, we decided to, the company didn't pay for it, but we decided to like, go ahead and pay for her to fly out. And just like, and we've never been to Florida. So I was like, Hey, you want to take a few days off work and come stay with me? So all. Well.
1: it's an opportunity.
0: So that's actually why we're doing the podcast tonight because we're leaving tomorrow at noon and I'll be gone till like Sunday. So I'm looking forward to it. I've never been uh, to the East Coast. So Mm. this is the furthest East I have ever gone. Up until now, I think the furthest East I've gone was like Illinois or Nashville or somewhere in there. I've never made it this far. Mm -hmm. Some of the flyover states. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of these days I'll make it out to New York. I have friends that live in New York, and I've just never taken the time to get out there. But uh, It's a good place. I know.
1: I need to go. Went there once. Arrived 4 a.m., met a guy. He offered to sell me weed. I was like, oh, no, sir. And he was like, oh, well, nice to meet you. He shook my hand. He welcomed me to New York. <laughs> like, That's the New York experience right there. And then the second guy offered me weed as well. But then he was like, Oh, you want harder stuff? And I was like, Oh, this is a real experience. <laughs> That's <laughs> I was like, awesome. I gotta get out of here.
0: There were probably uh there were probably undercover cops trying to bust you.
1: I don't know. It was 4 a.m. I'm walking Times Square empty. No one's there because it's it's so early in the morning. And I'm like, what are the odds? Because the way they frame it, it's like, then why are you out here in this in the morning, like at 4 a.m.? And it's like why are you out here selling yeah. drugs? Like you could be asleep right now. What are you
0: doing? <laughs> was it pretty empty at that time? I feel like New York is there. I, I feel like, wouldn't there always be? It's so, it's so massive. I feel like there'd just be people. That, that's out. what I thought. Yeah.
1: But like, cause I took a bus down there. So at the bus station, yeah, it was full of
0: people, but it was 4am. Why it were was, you there at 4am? I took a bus. Why? But why? Like, what were you? That's just when you showed up that's when i showed up yeah
1: so it was 4 a.m. <laughs> it was thanksgiving so it was very cold so it's probably why most people weren't there so yeah when i went to times square it was just empty so it was very surreal like seeing all oh these i'm big sure yeah and re- remembering like seeing the floods of people like seeing
0: it and then like being there and totally empty just me that's crazy dude i couldn't imagine being in times square with it just like empty like that did you take yeah, some pictures awesome. or a video or anything? Did, did nah, you talk shut to- up. <sighs> My hands
1: were so cold. I was just like, I just want to go somewhere warm. Because it was like, it was freezing temperatures and me being a dumbass, I'm like, I got to walk to where I was going in a leather jacket and just a t-shirt because I was like, oh, that'll be fine. It was not fine.
0: Yeah, no, it gets it gets cold there, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that cold that cuts through. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd I, like to make it out there eventually, but I uh, mm-hmm. just haven't uh, had the right opportunity, I guess. Haven't had enough reason. I guess I don't need a reason. I guess I should just plan a trip one of these days and get out there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a nice place. All right, man. Well, anything else going on in your life? Yeah,
1: not really. We covered pretty much most of what I was doing in the beginning.
0: Yeah. Just taxing it up. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> more, uh, more wedding stuff probably in the next few months for me. I'm going to try and get back to some streaming, but I feel like every weekend there's just something going on for me. Lately. And like my, so when my weekends are full of stuff, that means my weeknights are less free because I have to like shift things around. So I just haven't had as much time to 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 stream but I'd like to get back on I've got my backlog is building up again there's a few games I want to play I'm really excited for the uh, they announced uh, Hollow Knight 2 I, and I still haven't <laughs> finished the first Hollow Knight so I don't know there's never enough time too many games one of these days or I'll just give up on all of that and just play crush them all <laughs> for an idle game it's pretty good that's a good amount of stuff you can do in it (laughs) All right, man well thank you for uh, last minute being willing to do a podcast tonight Mm -hmm. I will not be on the next couple nights Um, I'll try I'm gonna try and post some pictures in the IRL channel on the discord though uh and kind of document my adventures. Hopefully Lady Navio takes me up on my offer and uh, we get some cool pictures of Dexter locations. We'll see if I can Mm. make that happen. But uh, who's on right now? I think when I was looking earlier, Lars was on. Oh, yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Next, not next week. Is it next week? Yeah, not, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow, we do have a guest lined up. His name is Lars, uh, and we're super excited. He's he's seems like a really interesting dude. He, that's his actual Twitch name too, L A R Z. That's it's rare to have a, a really solid four letter Twitch name.
1: So I feel like all those would have been taken by now.
0: Yeah, well, maybe he's had it that long. I don't know. But next week we will have a guest. We'll be back to our normal schedule and uh it'll be good times and i'm looking forward to it so he was on earlier let me see if he's still on i was gonna host him and uh, yes he is on so let's go ahead and we'll do a little raid send it over to lars and uh Say hi. Let him know we're excited to have him on the podcast next week. It's the name of a character on Futurama. Just one of the movies. Oh. Lars is? I mean, Lars is a. a f- that character. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. It is indeed. I feel like Lars is a fairly. Isn't that like the the drummer's name from Metallica? Lars is a somewhat common name, isn't it? but anyway we'll send it over to Lars thanks anyone who uh, decided to show up on Tuesday I know it's not the usual night for our podcast Uh, I'll try and get this out sometime I'm going to be out of town so I don't know when this is going to go up Uh, if I have some free time to work with Frost we'll get it up but uh, I wanted to get one out thanks James good luck another week of taxing it up another week you got any YouTube stuff You, you trying to fit that in at all or are you too busy right now
1: I've received so many game keys in the past five days, it's like I already had seven other game keys already downloaded. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get out something for all of those games because a lot of these indie companies are like, "Hey, we took a look at your channel. We saw you played like X game, Y game, so we thought you'd like our game." And I look at it, I'm like, "Damn, those look good. Those look good." <laughs> it as well. Like the latest one, they were like, "Hey, we saw you played Minion Masters, and our game is also like a tug of war RTS." And I'm like, "Damn it, it's my favorite genre." Ooh. So i want to have to, I want to do something, but yeah, just like right now, it's just time is so so valuable. I don't really have the time to sit down and like do anything specific.
0: I mean, you know, if you need to hand off some keys and just say it,
1: maybe I'll hit them up. It's like, hey, you know, <laughs> I can't I can't cover this right now, but I got a friend.
0: Who also is a big fan of the genre? Maybe I'll send him a key. You should, uh, you should uh, connect him with. You should just hand them all off to Team uh, Download. I'm sure there's some people in there that would like to do some content.
1: Yeah, there's a pretty good variety of gaming keys that I got. Oh, damn, one of them they were like, "Hey, we saw that you played Dream Daddy, a daddy dating simulator. <laughs> we wanted to send you our our dating sim game. It's about LGBTQ couples." And I was like. I appreciate that you sent me this key, but I didn't play Daddy Simulator because I wanted to. But because you were nice enough to send me a key to your game, I'll play it. I might not even make content on it, but I will play it just to give you feedback.
0: Yeah, that's funny. All right, well, we'll look forward to it then. Hopefully, you can get some videos out for those uh, for all those games Mm -hmm. sitting on your uh, the the Minion Masters, the the Tug of War, whatever one i am interested so
1: when i looked it up i was like damn that looks solid it looks exactly like what i remember playing in the starcraft arcade nice i was like Oof. I, that might be the first one i
0: try yeah cool we'll look forward to it all right let's send it over to lars and uh thanks for being here everyone i hope you have a good night and we'll be back next week with lars as a guest <laughs>